is the year. This is the year of getting it together and doing what you do best. Hustling, taking care of business, and taking care of your community. Join us for JMT Media's podcast, where we interview everyone from the community to small businesses to elected officials who are changing policy that matters for our community. Hey y'all, welcome to Hashtag Family Friday with the Community Corner hosted and powered by JMT Media. I'm Jacqueline Tacarante, your host. Um, we have had the pleasure of doing these 30 minute segments every Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. Um, and we've interviewed a few different folks from small businesses to directors to CEOs. Um, even to Dr. Jacob Glanville, who was featured in Netflix's Pandemic, and him and his team have found a vaccine. Um, and so we're just waiting to hear back from, from all that great news. But this morning, I really wanted to focus on a couple of things. So first off, I am here at the beautiful Hilton Garden Inn. Um, I have a special friend that's going to join us. I'm in the gazebo. And the last time I was here in this particular area, was the Daughters of Divine Charity were celebrating their anniversary here at the Hilton. So I'm feeling very blessed right now in this in this area. Um, I do wanna point out that we are being responsible, socially distancing, so I am by myself. No one is around me at least 50 feet, 100 feet, um, because it's important that we, you know, make sure that we're safe because, you know, we're still learning about all of this. Um, anyhow. I wanted to bring on my dear friend. I call her my hashtag social sister. Um, I first met Christine Gorlisi, gosh, years ago, and I feel like I've known her my entire life. So I can't even tell you how I officially met her, um, but I'm sure it was here at the Hilton. And um, this is my second home away from home. Numerous clients of mine, including for-profits and nonprofit entities, host their events here at the beautiful above or in the ballroom or at Lorenzo's, which has the best Brussels sprouts, just letting y'all know. Um, and I just, I'm glad and proud to be here. So I'm going to bring on my dear friend, uh, Christine Garlisi. Are you there? Oh, Brittany Bishop says, good morning. All right. Well, good morning, Brittany. So Brittany is the amazing chef over at um, our the fantastic cafe. We're having a, a few small technical difficulties because we are outside in the beautiful gardens. Um, before Christine jumps on, she did inform me that the gardens that are here on site, they're open to the public. Um, and the beautiful part is, you know, Staten Island has over, correct me if I'm wrong, over 2,000 parks. And the historic Snug Harbor Cultural Center Botanical Garden, they are the only botanical garden that is open to the public. So we're really excited that this space is also open to the community. So we're going to chime in and see if we can, if my dear friend, Christine Garlisi, are you there? Hi, Jacqueline. Hi, Christine. Good morning. Okay, I'm going to stop talking because I, I learned the old school 80-20 rule. You listen 80% and then you talk 20%. Can you talk to the folks back home a little bit about where we're at um, and who you are just so they can get an idea? Absolutely. I'm so happy to be with you this morning, even though we are so physically distant. She's over my corner in our gorgeous Nokocha's Ballroom gazebo. 
And I'm Christine Garlisi. I'm the chief of staff for Lois and Richard Nicotra. They own the Hilton Garden Inn, the Hampton Inn and Suites, the Commons Cafe, Nicotra's Ballroom, above, and of course, the corporate park of Staten Island. We have all of our office buildings. So we have a beautiful corporate park here, 400 acres, and we're sitting in some of the gorgeous acres now. So it's nice to be outside and to still be with you, even in a very unique way. Absolutely. And we hear the birds chirping because they love Staten Island, just like we love <laughs> Staten Island. Um, you know, can we talk a little bit about you know, the Love Staten Island group and, and the the purpose um, and why it was created? I'm a big fan. I follow it every day. Um, and so for the folks that are back home, Christine, give us a little bit of a uh, heads up on what's going on. Well, about a year ago, I went to Facebook headquarters. We were invited to Facebook headquarters because the Nicotra's social media was designated to be such a positive force in our community. We were designated as community builders by Facebook. This was not something we could apply for. It was something we were selected for. I thought it was um, a hoax at first. I thought, why would... Why would Facebook be sending me plane tickets? Um, but they flew us out to headquarters. And while Michael Peltzar, my colleague, and I were sitting, listening to Mark Zuckerberg talk about the power of community, we turned to each other and we said, let's take the Nicotra's love sculpture, which I have always with me. Uh, let's take that love and make it a community force and create a space on on social media where everybody can come together and share positivity and optimism. And right now we're doing that daily because we really do think everyone needs a dose of that daily. I know I do. Absolutely. You know, the love group was created. I think it's important um, that people recognize and acknowledge the love group was actually created pre coronavirus um, to showcase all the beautiful things from park. Yes. Um, to the cultural sites, so one of the things that, that I love about the love group right now is a few, a few weeks back, you started hosting um, or requesting, someone had made a comment on the love page and said, it would be nice to feature like one cultural organization just so the members knew what exactly was going on. And so I'm a big fan of that. Can you talk about a bit about some of the different sites that y'all have featured on the Love Staten Island page? Absolutely. So the first most important thing is that everyone is welcome to join the Love Staten Island group. So there, it's a group. And if you go to at Love Staten Island, you should be able to find us, but I'm sure Jacqueline will be able to put the link uh, when this is posted. And everyone's welcome to join. There are no dues, just do. That's our motto. So we just do good things and share good information. So it's not a place for advertisements, but it's a place for us to understand better how wonderful our community is. So that week, our theme was cultural institutions, and we really try to hit from shore to shore and not stay focused on any one shore. So even though the Nicotra's business is on the West Shore, we want to talk about all of Staten Island, and we talked about Richmond Town that week. We talked about the Alice Austin House. We talked about the Garibaldi. Boldy Mayuchi Museum. We talked about um, the conference house and, you know, really just went and around the entire island. The Nicotra Foundation has supported a lot of these nonprofit groups and museums. So I will say that it's easy for me to find good things to talk about. The Nicotras over the last few years have given more than $900,000 from their Commons Cafe, which is a social enterprise eatery where they don't take a penny of profit. They give all the money 
to support good things on Staten Island. So we've worked with more than 400 nonprofit groups on Staten Island. So we feel like we want to share the good news. That's awesome. You know, when you, so my doctor's office is right next to Commons Cafe and um, Brittany, the amazing chef over at Commons Cafe, you know, every time I would come in and with my big belly hungry, um, she would make sure that I had my, my eggs and my avocado sandwich. So I'm looking forward to when things um, open back up. There she is chiming in saying, good morning. (laughs) Love it. I love her. And we you know, have a few conversations. Oh, go ahead, love. It, it's just, it's funny. As you started talking about that you get breakfast, I was going to say, and your avocado <laughs> sandwich. I really do feel in a way we are, um, it's a very new concept, the social enterprise, but we do it in an old-fashioned neighborhood way where I could tell you what a lot of our guests like to eat. I can tell you what they like to drink. And that also is how we use social media to continuously connect as people are coming in. I'm not always at the cafe like Brittany is, but I have a general sense of, of what people like. I have to tell you, I feel um, like a fairy tale figure sitting out here. The birds are chirping in the coach's ballroom gardens. And I, I just want to make sure that anyone watching this knows that Lois and Richard Nicotra during this unique time have invited all of Staten Island to come and walk the gardens. I think I heard you say that in the beginning, but I do want to reiterate, if you start at Love, which is on the corner of Lois Lane and South Avenue, Lois Lane, I love to get that in, you can walk the garden path. It's called the garden path and you'll pass the Hampton Inn, you'll pass some off building to the rear of the hotel and enjoy the gardens. And I encourage everybody to do that. Absolutely. You know, I was just saying um, the last time that I was here in the gazebo was when the Daughters of Divine Charity had hosted their anniversary at the Hilton and JMT Media helped produce the events along with the event planners here at the Hilton. And I love the gazebo. There's something so very special about this area. I kind of feel like it's a hidden, literally a hidden gem. Um, Most people that come to the Hilton uh, ballroom when they go through the parking, the little round carpenter area. It's right behind that big, beautiful wall of greenery. And so I'm going to take some photos and I'll, I'll definitely post that. Um, we have a couple of comments coming through. Christine Abruzzo-Zaw, good morning. Good morning, hon. Good morning. <laughs> And then we also have Jessica Morano. Love the Comments Cafe. That's right. Everybody loves the Comments Cafe. That's a fantastic space. So now can we talk a little bit more about um, uh, Richard and Lois Nicotra? Because they, they do so much on this island. And some of it's public and some of it's private. Um, you know, dr- just driving in today, I noticed that some of the projects had been completed, which is great to serve the community. So I don't know if you wanted to chat a little bit more about that. Sure. Some of our projects are essential. We have a lot of medical practices in our office building. So of course we had to stay open for that. And while I can't discuss who's staying at the hotel, we've been um, fully committed since the beginning and the people staying here are people helping our community. So that's just, you know, we have a service mindset in all of our areas of our company, and the Nico- it starts with the Nicotras. And last week I was at work, and of course I have a mask on when I'm inside, and I had gloves on for the task that I was doing. And I got a text message, which was sent to every single employee who's working, 
And it was Mr. and Mrs. Nakocha saying, make sure you go out in the garden today. It's a beautiful day. Make sure you stop and look at the irises and look at everything that's blooming. And, you know, I'm not going to lie, it brought a tear to my eye because it is a stressful time for everybody. But when people say to me, Christine, you're so optimistic, of course, that comes from my parents and the upbringing. It comes from my household, my husband and my children. But it also comes from working in an environment where that is that's a part of our job description. It's valued to be optimistic and positive, which doesn't mean we're not realistic. But I think there's a way to balance the two. And that's what we're trying to do with Love Staten Island, really make people feel like flying that proud to be from Staten Island flag is something that other people are doing as well. Absolutely. You know, one of the things that I I love, um, one day we were doing a tour here at the Hilton. And, you know, I, I was I think I was pregnant. I don't know, maybe four months, five months pregnant. And we're doing a tour and I see all these trays of food. Like, and I was like, oh, you have an event happening. And you said, no, it's it's for the staff. And I said, what do you mean it's for the staff? And you said, Richard and Nicotra, they feed the staff, I believe, breakfast and lunch every day. And I thought to myself, holy, mac literally, holy macaroni. Like, that is so generous and so nice. I don't know of any, I know in Texas, where I'm from, a couple of companies do that for their for their team. But I don't know anybody on, on Staten Island that does that. And so that really speaks volumes to the Nicotras, to making sure, you know, mind, body, spirit, and soul that you are loved and that you are prepared and ready to work. And you have everything that you need to yep. get your job done, you know? Well, you know, absolutely. And food is love. <laughs> so um, one of the ways that you express that you love someone is to cook for them. And I think that day, if I'm remembering the same day, I actually dragged you over to the Hampton Inn because I wanted to show you that we have beautiful dining spaces in both hotels that are back of the house for all of the employees. Because our team members, um, Mrs. Nakotra always says this, the team is the most valuable asset that we have here. So happy team members. And we're so looking forward to being all together again. Um, this is a very odd experience, but we're so focused on keeping our company strong and keeping our community strong and then coming together again when, when it's safe to do so. So, um, you know, it's that type of, of care and attention to everyone's mental well-being, your physical well-being, again, being well-fed makes you a happy person to deal with the public. Um, so it's, it's all part of the Nicotra way. And that's what we call it, the Nicotra way. That's awesome. I love it. And, you know, for many of you that are following us, um, you know, the Nicotras have some beautiful spaces here, including the Nicotras ballroom, Lorenzo's, um, above. And so, you know, we briefly chatted about this, but, you know, events have been shifted and moved because certainly with different phases. Yes. Um, with the pause restrictions, but I'm, I'm glad that you guys were able to um, adjust the dates for, for families, for their celebrations, and, and you didn't cancel anything. You were able to say, you know, we still have the calendar and the space and the resources. Let's move it a few months ahead. So I really, really think that's wonderful. So that way you give um, an opportunity for families to still have their celebrations, whatever the case may be, but just at a later date. You know, we had my parents' 50th anniversary in Lorenzo's right before this happened. And I look at those pictures now and I say, they're precious. They're absolutely precious. We're hugging, we're standing near each other, and we're enjoying each other's company. And while, 
you know, it doesn't matter the size of the event, it's gathering together and marking the moment and making that memory. So that's really what we're always focused on. The size or the scope is not the focus. It's actually commemorating, creating that memory. I know with my own daughter wanting to walk down the aisle for graduation, it's something you look forward to and you envision. So I think it doesn't matter when it happens, it just matters that it happens. That's right. Um, so speaking of your daughters, I, I saw yesterday they had pizzas being delivered to them. That was really sweet. I saw that. And I thought, yes! to myself, oh, sweet. so great. You know what? Isn't it amazing how creative schools and companies have been to make everyone feel included? And again, that word community such an important word and people toss it around but now when you feel part of a community even when you're not seeing everybody each day um yes yesterday was supposed to be their senior barbecue so my daughter goes to she's graduating from saint joseph by the sea and they surprised them and delivered a pizza pie to each senior's house i mean wow. and of course my freshman daughter really made out she got to enjoy uh, some pizza but you know what that's the memory that's a beautiful memory and it is not the way you thought it was going to be but it's a beautiful one, just the same. You know, um, it's interesting because, so Vinny Madugno, who is my daughter's uh. godfather, he um, he is, of course, the media teacher, director over at Port Richmond High School. And they've been doing some amazing stuff from streaming to the posters. So, you know, really, it's, it's amazing time for, for small businesses and communities but I'm really glad that people are thinking about the students and the children and how it's going to affect. I mean, it's affecting everyone in various levels and stages, right. but I love that teachers are really coming through and getting super creative. I love that. Unbelievable. The creativity is amazing. I saw PS 78 did something fabulous, Farrell high school, Neuterop high school. There's really not a school on Staten Island that I haven't seen. And that's again, in love Staten Island, I feel very privileged to have a window to all of these, little communities and then to magnify it and share it so that even though we're rushing around our busy day, we have a sense that our community is rallying. And that's, that's the amazing thing about Staten Island. We are the small town in the big city and we always find a way to rally. That's right. So speaking of rally, before we close up, um, can you give us your top three love stories or posts that you want to share with the folks that are back home? Nothing like putting you on the spot. <laughs> well, I think, you know, first one that's, that's okay. You know, it's so funny. I was actually thinking that this morning that it's almost like it's nice to, to have this chat because it gives me a moment to pause and think about what we have done. The group has doubled in size since March because we are really trying to serve the community. So that's gratifying. The first story, I think, is the DeLeo girls who's, who were the sewing sisters on Instagram and out of their house in Oakwood started sewing masks. And we shared their story. Mike and Diana are their parents. And, you know, just in our love group, we shared it. And they've been on New York One now. They've been on ABC. Um, you know, just wonderful to see these two little girls sewing out of their living room and making such an impact. Um, you know, another great story, I think, is Joe Cohen and Operation Sweet Treats. He's gathered Staten Islanders. And those are all like offshoot groups and offshoot pages. But we're not in competition. We are happy to share and direct people to other pages. So Joe Cohen, Operation Sweet Treats on Staten Island, he has a page. And if you go to his page, you can pledge to bake something and he will deliver it to people who are essential workers. And we actually got a delivery here at the Hilton and our front desk staff was just thrilled. 
Um, and I think the, the third story is Peter Travellis and the front porch projects because he's been taking pictures of people on their front porch. He accepts any donation people want to give. And then he does what I call hand-to-hand -hand philanthropy. He makes sure right out of his hand, it goes into someone else's hand. And he posts immediately where he's donated the funds to. So that is wonderful. It's wonderful. So those are three of hundreds of stories. So if you go to our group and you scroll down that page, you are going to feel good about where you live. That's awesome. Well, Christine, I appreciate wholeheartedly that my social sister joins me. Um, and so for the viewers <laughs> back home, we will we will make sure that we post the link because you have to follow Love Staten Island. Um, we'll also talk about Staten Island food, but at another time. Um, but for those of you that are back home, um, thank you so much for tuning That's a, in. Oh, a great thing. Too. I'm going to add one quick thing that we're doing a partnership with Cisco and I'm going to post that in the Love Staten Island group. You can buy a box of food. As long as you order before June 3rd, you come pick it up at Nacocha's Ballroom on June 4th. And part of the profits are going to benefit Project Hospitality. So it's our first Love Staten Island kind of in-person, socially, physically distant fundraiser. And we're so happy to benefit Project Hospitality. Oh, that's fantastic. I'll make sure that I put that down in the links below with the artwork because we thank you. do like a recap um, after each of the shows. So Perfect. again, thank you so much, Christine Garlisi. Um, you are truly an inspiration. Uh -huh. And you know, I'm so glad that you were able to join us on the Community Corner because that's what we're all about, connecting the community one corner at a time. Um, Luciana Papa, she gives a nice big old heart. Oh, she's so cute. I love it. I love it. And she works here. I love my Luciana. Yes. I miss my Jacqueline, my singer. I, I went in the Hilton. She sings. <laughs> All right, folks. Yep. Um, for those of you, stay tuned tonight. So we have Cocktails and Conversations with Shanae Dixon. And next week, we will continue our community corner on the go, being socially responsible and distant. Um, a few surprises ahead, some major announcements. Thank you so much for tuning in and have a wonderful hashtag family Friday. Thank you, Christine. Thank you, Jacqueline.